You are now listening to the You Run Podcast. True crime. This is the only true crime podcast completely run and controlled by you, the listeners. You become part of my investigation team. You share your facts and your theories on the case. I'll even let you pick the cases that we investigate. Together, we can unpick and unravel some of the most heinous, unsolved crimes in the history of the world. This is your show, and I give you all the control. You can even get your voice heard. All you need to do is head over to yourunpodcast.com and record us a voicemail. This is your show. This is your true crime. Hello, uh, welcome to the You Run Podcast. Uh, my name is Scott and I'm your host and each month I take you through the true crime case you have asked me to investigate. Um, last month, our first case, you set me Jack the Ripper and I was convinced that this is as hard as it's going to get. Jack the Ripper, probably one of the most complex and unsolvable cases in history. So me and Heather rattled through that and worked out we couldn't solve it, same as everyone else. And I thought, whatever comes next, I'm going to be able to take this in my stride. I'm going to sail through this. Um, and you bastards. The Zodiac Killer. Unidentified serial killer, active in the late 1960s and early 1970s deemed to be the most famous unsolved case in history and ingrained into our popular culture, giving birth to a new wave of true crime and multiple movies. This historic case has baffled worldwide law enforcement and amateur detectives for decades and decades. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. A call to Napa police came within an hour after the stabbing. School children are nice targets. I shall wipe out a school bus some morning, shoot out the tires, and then pick off the kitties as they come bounding out. slits in the eyes, and where, you know, these clip-on glasses, they were clipped into those little uh, Just stabbed for no reason at all. I, I, I know what to say thing. There have been three slayings in the Vallejo area in the past year, and activities at the sheriff's office today were centered around linking the cases. Caller's plea to avoid the gas chamber was taken up at the Hall of Justice with the district attorney. That's about the best he could give us, that he had a hood over his face and a, he was a big guy. The psychotic killer has already murdered five. He thinks killing is, is just killing, so somebody like that is going to be a very serious problem. The Zodiac killer seems to crave publicity. He sent letters and cryptograms to newspapers and the police. To prove his authenticity, the Zodiac sent along this time, as he did before, a piece of the shirt belonging to the cab driver. I think, and I have studied all of the letters, I think that this man is legally sane. So no one knows yet if they had the Zodiac killer on the phone. Can you describe for us what your attacker Any like? uh, psychiatrist would say that this man is sick, sick, sick. But it sick. seems that a solution to the five Zodiac murders is just as far away as it was before. So if this is your first episode listening to the show, um, I'm going to give you a, a brief rundown on how it works. Um, I don't do true crime. I don't follow true crime. I don't particularly like true crime because it scares the shit out of me. Um, so when I do a case, I genuinely have to go and investigate. I knew nothing about the Zodiac killer, literally nothing apart from he's a killer who I assumed was linked to the Zodiac. That, that's as, as much as I knew. Because of that, I get guest investigators come on with me, um, people who know a little bit more about what actually happened. I investigate it and they bring 
knowledge, actual true crime knowledge to the show, which I need because I haven't got a clue. Uh, uh, today, I'm joined by uh, a guest who I follow them on Instagram. Um, we got talking about true crime and about horror, and they're going to pop up on our other podcast later in the season as well. So if you listen to Horror Movie Review, this guest is also going to be on that show. Um, and my guest is Dan, or as you will all know, the OG shape from Instagram. Hi, Dan. Hello. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm over Thank the you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. Thank we you. got talking about Zodiac kind of it kind of come a little bit out of nowhere. I, I launched the podcast and we were talking about getting you on horror movie review. And then I said, yeah, well, do you want to do true crime first? And you kind of went, uh, yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, lo- I love true crime. I love true crime. I'm happy. I'm happy to talk about it. Your account, though, before we get into true crime, your, your account's awesome. So you're uh, you're well, OG shape 1978. You're a, you're a Halloween fan. Yeah, definitely Halloween fan through and through. I think the name kind of just spells it out right there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I wanted to make it as, as obvious as, as possible. <laughs> yeah, th- there's no one going to your account and thinking you're a Chucky account. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, and you you collect loads of stuff. You, your collection's really impressive, actually. The mask you got recently is incredible. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's actually my first, too. So I've been collecting for a while more more of your other collectibles, all your figures and, and things like that, and other memorabilia and other items focusing more on, on H1 and, and H2 stuff. That's kind of like where my, my niche is for it. Although, yeah. you know, I love the, I love the other stuff, but yeah, it's my first mask. I'm really excited about it. And it's really, uh, it was a, a neat one to find here in, in Canada where I am. So I was happy with it. I see hundreds of masks on Instagram as I'm sure. You I know. Do. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. They, they range from, Stuff that looks like they've come out of Dollar Tree, right up to stuff yep. that looks like it's cost twenty thousand pounds to make. So some of the stuff yep. is movie quality good, uh, and yours sways more to the movie quality good than yeah. a lot of the others I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I figure for a first mask, it's probably the better to go that route. Yeah, and try to do like uh, you know a fifty dollar one at a Halloween store. Yeah, so <laughs> which is what I've got. I've got a fifty dollar one. Well, yeah, which I like. I mean, I like them too. But yeah, <laughs> um, you also like true crime. You're a bit of a true crime enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Zodiac is probably the most complex case ever. The most <laughs> yep. difficult to solve, and has baffled well everyone for for what the last fifty plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and done such a good job of ingraining itself into popular culture that even the latest Batman movie, the Riddler, yes. is directly based on the Zodiac Killer. Yep. I, can't I loved think, it. Uh, I did as well. It was, yeah. uh, the Riddler in particular is absolutely phenomenal. Agreed. Yes, I loved it. Um, so yeah, fantastic. If, if you want a film to go and watch that gives you a taste of what the Zodiac was without actually watching Zodiac, which is also a good film, go and watch the new Batman. True. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely go see it. There's a plug. There's the plug right there. Go see it. <laughs> yeah, and if um, if any of the studios want to want to promote the show or push the show or sponsor me uh, for plugging the Batman, I'm quite Please happy. Please do. So that's yes. the Batman in theaters <laughs> now. <laughs> 10, 10 out of 10 or 11 out of 10 for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I, I will Perfect. take sponsorship money through any means you'd like to send it. <laughs> Do it now. 
the Zodiac has officially five recognised murders, um, two attempted murders on top of that. Um, however, he claimed to have killed 37 victims, but that's never been confirmed. And I've seen various different accounts that he's killed 37, 47. I saw one earlier where it was like someone thinks he's killed 60 and he was another yeah. killer as well. So, yeah, we're going to focus just on the ones that are confirmed as Zodiac murders, because otherwise this yeah. podcast would be 17 hours long. Right. <laughs> Right. I mean, and also given the time, though, or at the time, who knows, right? In the sense of like, it could be, it could be much higher. Oh, uh, definitely. And, and I don't, it doesn't surprise me, or it wouldn't surprise me if it was. No, it wouldn't me. And some of the some of the other potential murders that I've read, I'm convinced they are zodiac, the zodiac murders. But I'm just mm-hmm. going to focus on the main ones because. Yep. Everyone is listening. Dan is is limited on time. So we've only got Dan for a certain amount of time because Dan has got other commitments that are real life commitments like work and just general day to day stuff that that needs to be done. Um, But I wanted Dan on, even though he's only got a short amount of time. So Dan's going to help me solve this because. Yeah, no one else has done it in fifty years. So Dan, it's all on try. Oh yeah, this is this is the podcast that solves it. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> could you? Could you really? Yeah. <laughs> if we if we did, it would be crazy. It'd just stumble across it and go, oh shit, yeah, oh wait, that is him. <laughs> Every everybody missed it. There it is. You missed the one the one clue. Uh, we'll we'll start off with Zodiac's first mur- murder. So this is known as the Herman uh, the Lake Herman murder murders. Um, they took place on on Lake Herman Road um, on the 2nd of December 1968. Uh, around 11.30, the Zodiac pulled in next to Betty Lou Jensen and David Arthur Faraday, uh, who were 16 and 17, in a spot known to teens in the area as that road was pretty disused. And it's kind of a, a lover's lane. It's where you'd go to, to hook up, basically. Yep. Yep. He shot Faraday in the head. Um, and then shot Jensen five times as she fled the scene. Um, but is, I mean, th- this town had literally zero crime before this. Yeah. Nothing. That we know of, yeah. Yeah, I, I watched a, an interview with one of the detectives or one of the police officers who, who looked after that, that town. Um, and he said they'd have the occasional bar fight, they'd have uh, a bit of DUI, they'd have... Uh, domestic disputes, but they hadn't had a murder in seven years. That's crazy. So th- this kind of completely shook this little sleepy town, which, yeah, is, is horrific. But at this point, no one knew this was the Zodiac. This Not was, at all. Just, just a murder. Yeah, just, just, just a murder. Just a, just, we, just a murder. <laughs> well, we say that like it's not a big thing. Well, Wait till later. This is just a murder. Well, at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, the second murders is where things change. So the Zodiac struck again on the 4th of July, 1969, um, this time at Blue Rock Springs Park. This was Darlene Ferrin and Michael, Mer- I can never pronounce his name, Magoo, McGee, McGow. I can never, I can't get his name. I think it's, I think it might be the third. I think it's McGow, but I Various people say it differently, depending on if you're watching, you know, different yeah. clips and things like that or interviews and that. Well, so 
We'll go with Miguel. And if anyone's listening, he thinks I'm wrong or is going to tell or me. I'm wrong, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yourunpodcast.com. Click on the bit that says true crime. Click on send us a message and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, both of these were, were gunned down. This was, again, one that the police didn't think was anything in, anything special. So uh, Darlene had a, a bit of a reputation. She was married and going or had just been divorced, was getting married again, but was also having an affair with the person she was in the car with. Right. So yep. the police instantly assumed that this was a, a jealous boyfriend or jealous husband, which... It, they found out quite quickly that it wasn't. So that, that was their initial thoughts. Mm. On this, uh, Michael actually survived the attack. Um, D- Darlene didn't. She, she sadly died. At 12.40 a.m., the Zodiac called uh, Vallejo police and claimed responsibility for the murders. Um, in this call, he also claimed responsibility for the Lake Herman murders and the Zodiac was born he he then became a serial killer right yeah um the other thing we got from this is we got the first description of the zodiac so they described him as a because we we had a survivor um which becomes a theme that that there's a lot more survivors than you'd expect in right especially when you well you thought you thought he did the deal and then yet they're they've survived so yeah and I, i don't know if that was through him not being adept at killing or if that was by design and he deliberately left a survivor. I've, I can't work that out. Uh, I think maybe at one of these, the first three is I may, maybe, maybe was uh, planned out for it, but me, uh, but I don't think the, maybe not this one, maybe the third one, but I think you think that's maybe always been the plan where, yeah. where it's, it seems like thought out, but yet the execution of it is um, seems rather quick. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I did it. I'm out. And then it's like, I'm gone. Yeah. Well, the, this one, he, he gunned them both down in the car. Um, right. When he was leaving, um, Michael was climbing into the back seat and he turned yeah. around and come back and shot them both two more times each to make sure right. he'd done the job. And he still didn't, still didn't finish him off. So Definitely a, a strange mo, um, and with this one, he used the a flashlight on the end of the on the end of the gun, so yeah. they couldn't see who was shooting him. Um, but we still got a description, so we got a description of a white male, twenty six to thirty, uh, one hundred and ninety five to two hundred pounds, five foot eight with short brown hair, one hundred and ninety five pounds. He's a, he's a, he's not a small guy. No, not he, at all. He's. I mean, if you see the composite sketches of the Zodiac, he looks like quite a small, slight yeah. guy. And yeah, and yet they say stocky. I think is like the word that's come up a lot, right? It's like that's where it is. It's not like they're this, they're, they're stocky. Yeah, so, he, he's which, a, yeah, a big scary guy and pointing a gun at you. I I think I'd be clambering into the back seat as well. Oh, that. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um in this day and age for sure uh, yeah i mean uh, the thing is this this would never happen now because of the amount of surveillance this crime could not happen now i've thought about that a lot especially with a lot of the true crime stuff i don't know if you can (laughs) unless you know it's got to be more 
more way planned out to know where everything is and stuff like that. Whereas like in this time frame that we're talking about, you didn't have to worry about any of that, especially if you're the person who's doing the act. Yeah. 1969, you can go where you want, do what you want. Exactly. And that's why you could just walk away. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, let's get that surveillance camera. Obviously they had them some places, but not in the locations that were being chosen. No, no, and no CCTV, no cell phones. You, you're pretty much you're disconnected from the world. The second you walk yep. out of your house, you're a ghost. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. This is where the case took an, a very interesting twist. Um, so on the 1st of August 1969, uh, three almost identical letters were sent to three different papers, the Vallejo Times Herald, uh, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco, San Francisco Examiner. Each of these letters threatened a killing spree if the letter was not printed on the front page. Um, And each of them had one third of a cipher um, to to be solved. Uh, This, again, is insane. I mean, these these editors getting these letters must have gone, fuck, what do we do? Well, yeah. And if you think about it, like you just said, they haven't had um, this type of um crime and how long right so if you're receiving this in the post as a threat do you immediately go well we better fucking we better do it we better we better listen right away but i'm thinking like you know it's it well i don't know it's just crazy. it's a crazy thing to think like okay we better put this on the front page right now yeah well they all they all kind of played along so they all printed it but they all printed it on different pages within the right. paper um, and for the first time ever, from what I can gather, all three of those papers had a conversation between them. Uh, and they put a very similar statement in the paper that basically said, we think you're full of shit, but yeah. pr- we're printing these just in case you're not. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the right way to do it too, because you never know. Right. I think we'd be the same. Wouldn't we be the same now? I, I don't you know. know a little, a little bit. I don't know. I mean, even with surveillance that we have now, would we not, would you not think, I mean, you're probably be a lot more investigation to do before you'd ever make it. But if you're like on a timeline, let's say if it said you have X amount of time to do or cooperate or listen to me, or this is going to happen, you're like, okay, so I'm going to use every single minute of that time and second to make sure before I put it out there or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how the press would respond to this now. I don't know whether they'd go, no, I, I, I don't know how many kind of, letters the press would receive That's what i mean i wonder if they get these normally like oh we get these so many times a day or a week yeah. or whatever They're like yeah oh it's one of those ones again like i hope oh, it's not that. this one's got a code on it do you want yeah. to try and solve it yeah this one doesn't have a code so we can't do it like if it doesn't have one if it doesn't have one they're like oh it's just another letter oh oh this has got a, a cipher we better we better figure this shit out we better print this one Um, They printed the cipher uh, and this is the bit I love about the the cipher is they printed it and they've got law enforcement trying to solve this um, but it was solved by a school teacher and his wife uh, Donald Donald and Betty Harden who were crossword enthusiasts who just sat at home for two days and went we could could work this out in two days (laughs) in two days I I find that fascinating Yeah, I mean, I like a puzzle and I've had a go at some of the ciphers and I've got Mm -hmm. some solutions that I'll share later in the show. To see a cipher printed in the newspaper and know what that cipher is, this is a threat to 
other people for them to go what should we do this afternoon i know put put the kettle on <laughs> put the kettle on i'll um i'll start working on this and we'll solve it and they did and what they got was quite a an interesting message so the, the message that come out of the cipher was i like killing people because it's so much fun it is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill something gives me the most thrilling experience it's even better than getting the rocks off with a girl the best part of that when i die i'll be reborn in paradise and all the stray people i have killed will become my slaves I will not give you my name because it will try. You will try to slow me down or stop me collecting slaves for my afterlife. I'm going to point something out. This motherfucker cannot spell to save his life. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> his spelling is atrocious. Uh, uh, he spells paradise yeah. with a, a C. Uh, he's got double S's and double L's where there shouldn't be. His spelling's terrible, which is why when Betty and her, her husband solved this, they had leftover letters because his spelling was so bad. Yeah, the the the, the eighteen, right? Is it eighteen on the bottom that they didn't? Yeah. they didn't. They couldn't figure out of where they, what it said or what where they contributed. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's purely because his his spelling's bad. And that's yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like isn't Paradise can't wasn't there an older spelling of it that that Possibly. had it that way? Can that and that can be something too, right? The fact is that maybe, though it's it's interesting to think like, is he spelling wrong? But yet now he's sending it as a cipher and something that has to be decoded. It's like it's like a mix of is this person really there or like and they're really like a genius type on a on a mathematical side or are they and they're just has spellings horrible? Maybe they're better with numbers than they are better with spelling. Like who knows? I, I always yeah. found that super interesting about this case. It was something that I struggled with. So are they really bad at spelling like I think? And I think that they were possibly in the military for a period of time, which is mm-hmm. where their cipher knowledge comes from. Mm-hmm. And they weren't educated at an academic level. So right. the only things they know is what they've learned in the military. Or is this someone who's incredibly clever and we're all missing the point and all of these spelling mistakes are deliberate which makes yeah. it even more confusing if it is. Yeah. It's fun. interesting that it says in this, this, uh, this cipher here that he says that man's like the, 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 the most sought after game. And yet there's men and women in these first three killings. Um, I don't know if he's just attributing men to just being human in that sense, like humans, but he says man on a specific point, but yet who are the survivors or the, the two survivors yeah, the, the, the of it are men, right? And yet the yeah. women are the ones who have not. Um, yeah, so in I, in the first three, at least, like it's very yeah, it's very I interesting. I don't know if this is because he he gets preoccupied because he's taking more time to kill the women, mm-hmm. or that he's using the women to make the men suffer. Yeah, and I could see it both ways. I yeah. see it like I, I could see it both ways, and maybe it's just a maybe a view of women or whatever is in this, this mind of this person. And it's like, it has to be done over and quick because they just can't deal with women. Maybe there's some, you know, some psychological thing going on there. And then it's just done and over. And that's why they're more brutal. Yeah. And that's why the person is yet. The other man is yet having to uh, view this. If there's, you know, if they're still alive or make it out alive versus. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting and and very strange i mean you you mentioned the third killing where there's a survivor as well 
Um, this is uh, Lake Berryessa, mm-hmm. and this is the setting for the Zodiac's most bold, bold murder by far. This is completely off piste from what he's done previously. Right, right, um, yeah. So you've got uh, Brian Hartwell and Cecilia Shepherd are having a a picnic, or they're laying they're laying by the by the lake. Um, Cecilia spots someone in the distance coming towards them, um, and I'm going to say it now: Brian Hartwell is is a bit of a dick. So <laughs> this, uh, yeah. I, I mean, he went through something horrific, but he is he is the typical dick boyfriend. So she's gone, oh, I can see someone coming. He's like, oh, it's, it's a public place that happens. And yeah. then the Zodiac gets right. closer and hides behind a tree. And he's like, yeah, well, he's, he's probably taking a leak. Leave him alone. It, it's a public place. And it wasn't until she's gone, he's wearing a mask and now he's got a gun that Brian went, oh, maybe I should turn around and do something. Whereas, like, you think, like, I don't know if this was at that mindset back then, because, like, now, of course, now you'd be like looking over your shoulder, and you, if you see that, you're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here. We're gonna, or we're gonna move closer to, is there other people around? Not directly where we are, but like, can we walk this way? Or because what if the car is in the direction he is behind a tree? So we need to go over this way, just kind of like switch it up. But yet, <laughs> that did not happen until it was just too close, and then it was too late yeah and i wonder if that is a thing from the 60s there's the, someone coming towards them with a mask they went ah fuck it it'll be all right <laughs> i don't know really i mean maybe yeah maybe it's just trying to mind their own business and then just felt like you know yeah. maybe they're peeping tom type of idea but i mean again like if then it, then if it's the mask and that and it's curious that he waited so long too zodiac waited yeah like watch or he was just like getting ready and then essentially was on and then went after like i don't know yeah, because this this is so far away from what he's done previously. So this That's one, he, he put on a, a mask, which can only be described as an executioner's hood yeah. um, with the Zodiac symbol, which is the circle with the crosshairs through it, um, which was embroidered onto... Yeah, the front that hang, the hung, hangs below the chin. Yeah, and yeah. then had the gla- his glasses were kind of hooked on, <laughs> Over the top of the mask. It totally reminds me, and it brings in Halloween. It reminds me of Bob with the sheet, and like yeah. it's Michael with the sheet. Like it's like that idea before Halloween. But that is exactly. I'm just gonna put. It's like I can't see, but now I can. Yeah. And then and go. Um, but it starts off effectively as a robbery. So Zodiac says mm. that he wants to tie them up and take their money. Cecilia's oh, yeah. pretty, pretty okay. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> Brian, again, Brian, you, you, you're a dick, and I've seen you on lots of things since, and you've milked the shit out of the Zodiac since this happened. Yeah. But he's like, I can help you, man. I, I can sort this out for you. And he's like, he offers to write him a check, and he just, he just steps one step too far. If someone's pointing a gun at you, I mean, at one point he said, is the gun even loaded? What? Why? Why? You don't. You, you don't ask a killer that. No. I mean, like, I think the only thing I could give him props is to maybe he was just trying to stall this, the inevitable. Like, maybe you know, there's that in that sense of like, you're like, he's asking you to tie like each other up essentially, before, or one of them up. Yeah. And then he's just trying to talk, like, talk him out of it, or like, don't do it, don't do it. You yeah. know, I'll write you. I'll just write you a check. Just let me like untie me, and I'll write you the check. 
and then we'll just forget this ever happened type of deal. But you know, if you're ever in that type of situation, like maybe you're just like, no shit, this is actually going to happen. This is happening right now. This isn't going to happen. I don't know. Like he's definitely milked. He's definitely milked it. I agree with you. uh, He's definitely milked it. And there's little things that, that initially when, because I knew nothing about this case, I say that all along and I genuinely didn't. So when I watched his interviews, he'd done for the press. Yeah. Um, so he was with his, his girlfriend or someone that they were, they were trying to reconnect Cecilia. And he always refers to uh, as the girl. Yeah. Who does that? I know. I mean, uh, in the, like, you mean like the interviews when he was in the hospital bed too, yeah. and he's just talking. He just seems like he is just stabbed. And yet, and again, I don't know when they were st- when they talked to him, like how long afterwards, recovery, et cetera, and to be able to do an interview. But he just just like that, the wording that he chooses, and then just like yeah, and then he you know, and then this happened, and yeah, like he's just not like I don't see remorse, like I don't see frightened, I don't like you don't see like and then he, no. he like you know what I mean there's the inflections are not there. yeah I, the thing is if that was me and a girl that I was trying to reconnect with, if it's someone that I hadn't seen, even if someone I hadn't seen for a decade, I think I'd be very emotionally cut up that oh. I, I've just seen her stabbed. And I don't think I'd refer to her as, and then he stabbed the girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I pegged him as the Zodiac or an accomplice to the Zodiac when I first started looking at it. I, 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 I think initially when I, a long time ago when I, when I watched something about it, you know, how can you not when the sketch comes out? Yeah. You know, and then you see him sitting in a bed with an interview and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. So, (laughs) Um, but those are the types of things. And that's the way my mind thinks too, is like, I'm always thinking like, like, okay, we got this killer and you're like, okay. And it's a true crime story. And, but, but did you really? (laughs) And then you watch the whole thing and it's the end. And like, and then we got him like, okay, cool. But did you, I don't know if you did. Maybe yeah. I, but you know, maybe they did. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it's a strange one because he changed his method of killing as well. He went from a gun to, to mm-hmm. stabbing. So he, yeah, stabbed, the ammo changed. Yep. Yeah. He stabbed, stabbed Cecilia 10 times and, and she sadly died. Uh, and Brian six times and Brian yep. survived. The Zodiac then walked up to their car um, where he, he wrote a note on the car. Uh, which was three dates. It was the date of the first murder, the date of the second murder, and the date of that day where he added on the on the side of that by knife. Um, mm-hmm. He then went and called the Napa County Sheriff's Department to say that he'd killed two people. I, he is <laughs> coming out. I know I'm like laughing, but it's not like in this. Uh, it, I just like, again, we're talking about the time. It's so ballsy. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Yeah, it's so, just that attention-seeking thing, and it's just like, hey, who is going to eventually find these people? No, I don't know when, so whatever. Etch, whatever, and then I'm going to make the call. Like, yeah, it was me, you know? Because you still haven't caught me. It's 19-whatever. Like, yeah. you're not going to get me yet. This is the playful, right? It's all plain. Yeah, and I think this this is the first serial killer who who done this in this way. There's... With like we done Jack the Ripper, so Jack the Ripper allegedly sent letters, but most of those were probably the press. But this is genuinely, this is a guy who's gone out, he's brutally stabbed two people. Mm-hmm. He's then walked up, found the car that's Brian's car, opened the door and written a note on the inside. 
then gone and made a phone call. Went, oh, yeah, by the way, I've just killed two people. I've also left you a note. Um, yeah, anyway, I've got to go. I'll catch you later. Yeah, yeah. but it was me. <laughs> yeah, Bye. Just, just so you know. Yeah. Um, but he left a bit of evidence on this one. So he, um, they found footprints, uh, which they worked out were wing walkers' boots. Right, military um, style, right? Yeah, which at the time you couldn't buy unless you had a military ID, which instantly then put <clears throat> military personnel in the eye line of investigators. Yep. But as quick as they went down that path, the path changed again because on the uh, 11th of October, we got the Presidio Heights murder where, again, the MO, everything flipped completely on its head. So the Zodiac got into a taxi driven by driver Paul Stein. He got him to pull over in Presidio Heights where he proceeded to shoot him, uh, rob him, uh, and then flee into the park. Um, But there was a witness to the shooting who called the police. She said she saw what she thought was a a white male wiping down the inside of the car after he'd taken the wallet. This bit here, this could have ended here. They they could have caught him, but the police bungled. I know it baffles me like crazy. Yeah. So (sighs) the she gave the description of a of a white male, uh, thick set with. Uh, about five eight with dark, dark crew cut hair. Um, the description that went out to all cars was uh, black male, completely the opposite. Um, and there was two officers, uh, Don Folk and Eric Zelms, who saw someone who matched the description that the the girl gave um, and drove yeah. past him. Yeah, and isn't it they actually talked to him too, right? Didn't they stop and they talked and asked if they'd seen a black individual or a person of color. Yeah. And then they kind of steered him in the, in, in that direction, but yet it was, yeah, it was Zodiac. That's like the kicking, they're kicking themselves for that yeah. one for sure. Uh, and the best bit is the Zodiac shortly later sent in a letter saying, Oh, by the way, two of your officers stopped me and we had a chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love like, it's just rubbing them and rubbing it in their, in their faces and their noses right into yeah. it. And I think, didn't you say at one point that he was just, if you needed, if you wanted to find me, I was just in the park, which yeah. is, wasn't it just right there? Yeah, <laughs> like, so he went and, and sat in the park, which is like a, a two minute walk. Um, and he said, you would have got me, but all I could hear was you racing your police bikes up and down. Yeah. So he, he sat in the park watching them, listening to them, and no one's going to look for him in there. And then he sends a letter to go, look, you, you lot are stupid. You stopped me. You spoke to me. No. And I was in the park and you didn't find me. And I'm so curious too, because like that situation, when he gets stopped and gets asked and he just says, like, when he gets this information of like, oh, we're looking for this type of person, he must've had like a, like a revelation, like, all right, like I got them or something like in the sense, like, oh, just, yeah, I saw that person. They went up this way. And then you're just walking away. Like, what are you thinking? Like, you're probably thinking like, all right, I knew I was going to get away with it, but now I totally got away with it. Yeah, because I imagine ah, when, like... when they pulled over and spoke to the Zodiac, if it is the Zodiac, and I think right. it, if they spoke to the, the Zodiac who's just killed someone, when they pulled over, he must have gone, oh, shit, it's all over. Yeah, and well, they're slowing they... down. Keep going, yeah. keep going. Slow down. Oh, oh, they're stopping. Uh, and then when they went, um, yeah, uh, we're, we're looking for a, a black male. 
um, apparently shot someone down the road. The Zodiac must have struggled not to laugh. Yeah, I wonder. I'm, I'm curious of like that, the time difference of that, like from the question to answer. Was he yeah. like, like a big breath, a sigh of relief and like, well, well, I was just right up there. I just saw this, uh, this, this black male just run right up this way. Yeah. 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 I, I heard the shot. Um, yeah. I've, got, I've got to go because I've got, I got yeah. to <laughs> I'm late. I'm late for something. Um, but he did leave. Uh, he did leave some evidence on this one. He, he left a, a bloody fingerprint. He later claimed that the fingerprint was planted um, to put detectives off the case. Um, And he also said the reason they didn't find any prints is because he used model glue on the fingers so he wouldn't leave prints, which, again, there is on all of these crime scenes, there is next to no evidence. No, and that kind of makes sense. I mean, like, again, we're at a time where I guess forensic evidence is is basically nothing right fingerprints yeah. are, are, are very little and you know sure you could fingerprint things and there's that whole idea of like when you're looking at fingerprints with the matching with an eyeglass type of deal right that's yeah. where, where they're at for forensics so it, i mean it, i feel like he did you say he plant yeah he planted it right like he yeah. planted the, the print there he wanted them to find it and then you know like uh, yeah they're not gonna yeah catch this and, well the, the zodiac continued so this was the zodiac's last murder last official murder there's lots of others that are rumored but this right. is the last one that's been officially recognized by the fbi as a, as a zodiac murder the zodiac continued to taunt police throughout the early 70s um he sent in letters threatening to block school buses um you had a reporter who worked for the san francisco chronicle uh, paul avery who had given the zodiac repeated kickings in the press he'd said that he's not a real man that he's he's uh, he used lots and lots of language that you'd never get away with saying now i think, no. I think at one point he called him uh, a homosexual uh, as an insult and we now know that's not an insult that's just the world but that was at the time that yeah. was used i don't know if i i thought about this a lot i think paul avery was trying to provoke a reaction from the zodiac Oh, for sure. You're, you're, it's not, I think it's a whole idea of like, you know, even let's say we caught somebody and yet they're not giving up any information, but you'd like have a least like substantial evidence that you think it's this person and you're wanting them to give up more. It's that whole idea of like trying to make them crack. Yeah. I think it's just trying to make him do something that is going to get them caught in this case because they are not yet caught and we can't get more information out of them in person. Right. So we're just trying to figure it out um, yeah, in the hopes that they were like, Another letter will come and be like, fine, this is what's yeah. going to happen. I'll see you there and I'll wait here when after you're investigating and you can turn around and look at me at this time. Like, you mean like more? I don't yeah. know. And oh. I, I don't think Paul Avery expected what he got. Um, so he no. got a personalized letter, uh, which yeah. come, in the form, come in the form of a Halloween card. Yay, um, Halloween, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he gave uh, he gave another clue to his identity, and basically the card said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna come and kill you." Was basically the yeah. gist of the card. Um, this scared his co-workers so much that they all started wearing um, badges or, or buttons um, that said, "I'm not Paul Avery." And then Paul Avery started carrying a, a weapon for you know for the, I think too right to make sure he. Was if he was ever jumped or ever come across and yeah. threatened, then he would at least be protected himself. Yeah. And if you want to get a, a good idea of, 
of the reporter side of this story, uh, David Fincher's The Zodiac is probably as close as you're going to get um, mm-hmm. for that side of it. It doesn't show the police side of it as well as it probably should, but mm-hmm. the what happened in those uh, press offices, it captures that very, very, very well. Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Paul Avery and how he went from being quite a slick on-the-ball reporter to an absolute mess after the Zodiac yeah. called him out. Really, really good. Yeah, I, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it, it's a really good movie. Yeah, um, I really like it. Um, the other thing on this that I've, I've kind of skimmed over here, that there's a point where the Zodiac um, sends a letter to, I can't remember what paper it was, but he sends a letter saying that he wants to call into a TV show. Yeah, I don't remember which paper that was either. I don't remember which one, but yeah, he did do that. Yeah, he did. And he asked for uh, a particular attorney and a talk show host. And he called in and they put this out live. I know. (laughs) Talk to him live. Or the person who called, sorry. Yeah. uh, Wow. (laughs) It's a lot of ballsy moves. Like it's, and maybe it's like, again, it's a, a testament of the time to where they're just like, we need to catch this person. We're going to exhaust any means possible. So, yeah, the letter says, let's do it. So we, be- we better comply. Yeah. <laughs> we, better, uh, we better do it right now. And then hopes that that person is the person that we want who is going to call. What if they didn't call? You're just sitting there. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, it was weird because they literally put they had these two guys sat on TV and you can find this footage. Go, go and look on YouTube because it's really easy to find. So you've got yeah. Uh, the attorney and you've got the um, the host and they're having a little chat going well yeah the Zodiac's asked us to come on TV and he's, he's going to call in a minute and then they cut to an advert because they're going well he's not calling and then they get a call and they basically they talk to this guy who initially identifies himself as the Zodiac um, he then says they can call him Sam he goes on to say that he suffers with really bad headaches they, they kind of, they go, well, we, we want to help you. The attorney's like, I, I want to help you. I, I can help you through this, Sam. Um, and they arrange to meet. And yeah. the mo- so <laughs> when you watch this in the movie, uh, you get the attorney turn up at the church and there's like 15 police cars, 10 news trucks, two helicopters. And it's like the noisiest arrival at this church ever. I thought that was Hollywood bull. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. Oh, for the for the movie, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, no, no, no. They actually did it. He just didn't show. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. thought the say so the way they portrayed that in the movie, right? All these news trucks and the the helicopters and the police. I thought there's no way they'd have gone in that loud, but they genuinely did. They had no, three, they did three helicopters, one from uh, from three different news stations. You had five or six news trucks, two police cars. You had armed police. You had tactical response units, and this one attorney who was going to talk to him. I think the Zodiac was watching from somewhere else. Oh, for sure. Like, why would you then, why would you agree to that? And then show, let's be honest, you've gotten away with so much up until this point and you're just going to continue to toy and play a game and know that you have, you know, at least you're like X amount of steps ahead of them. And then you're just going to eventually give all of that up. Because, you know, you had a change in conscience and you'd be like, okay, I'm going to meet you here and uh, don't bring anyone though. And then, yeah, everyone comes and then they just, I, I agree with you. I think they're just at a distance. Yeah. And I think that th- this is kind of where it falls down a little bit for law enforcement and the press, because all the time they're doing what the Zodiac wants, the Zodiac is in full control. 
What I don't understand is then why is why I mean supposed number of killings. Why did killing stop? That was actually, you know, um, killings that were either linked right away or killings that were then you know uh, linked via another letter. Because if the letters kept coming, yeah. then like why wasn't there an an obvious murder that were that it was called out upon versus being like. All right, school buses. Maybe that's the next thing. And here are some drawings, etc. Like, why? What? Or is it just like you've done X amount beforehand, and now you just want to keep toying? Like, it, that no. doesn't make sense to me too much. No, well, he sent especially me- from true crime and, and serial killers. It doesn't really make sense. No, well, he's the, the the school bus one. Really, I quite like. I don't get me wrong. I don't like the the fact he killed people, but the the way he dealt. So he sent a letter in saying that I am going to blow up a school bus. San Francisco police put marked cars, unmarked cars everywhere. They put police in schools. They put police on the buses. They checked all the buses for a good two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, The Zodiac sent another letter basically saying, do you think I'm some sort of sicko that I'm going to blow up a school bus? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I'll, see that's where the toying is for sure it's all yeah. just play they're just having fun yeah and he must be sat there watching going they're actually doing it they actually think i'm i'm telling the truth the one cipher that he's well, there's two ciphers that still haven't been solved so one of them is a 13 number cipher which he basically sent a letter that said um i hope you've had luck solving my other cipher which is incredibly complex and i watched i've seen numerous videos of people trying to solve that cipher um yeah with with mixed results (laughs) yeah yeah Um, but the 13 number cipher it basically says i hope you're having fun solving my last cipher my name is and then you get 13 symbols the letters continued right up until 1974 and in 1974 they received the last ever letter well the last letter that was confirmed from the yeah, Zodiac, Zodiac, there was more letters in the 80s, but they're not convinced it's the same person. Right. Um, yeah. So the letter he sent in 1974 come complete with a movie review for The Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, I know his line about what he thought about it. Yeah, uh, a stereotypical comedy. He, he thought it was hilarious. He thought it was hilarious. Um if the Zodiac was alive today, he's 100% an IMDb reviewer. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, he's he leaving Uber reviews one star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's on Yelp or something. He's definitely, he's, <laughs> definitely, he's definitely a reviewer of some sort, but giving like one stars to things. Um, but yeah, he, 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 he reviewed The Exorcist, which when I read it, I chuckled. I was like, ah. Yeah, I know me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd like to know what he scored it out of 10, but he reviewed it anyway. Uh, and he yeah. ended that letter with me, 37, uh, SFPD, zero. And that was the last communication where he basically said, I, I've killed 37 people. You haven't caught me. You haven't even got close. Yeah. I wonder how close they got i think they got very very close in the park yeah i probably say that would be the closest i mean depending on the list of suspects and all those people that they've interviewed or the ones that we keep seeing all these um you know the books about and the movies about and the one that the, the one that the zodiac movie um is really focused on david fincher's like you know they focused really on one of the the suspects that they kept yeah, saying forever could called. be him yeah arthur you lee, know arthur lee allen allen yeah, yeah. allen 
but I know it's so hard because then there's like there's so many people that they keep thinking is could have been Alan's best friend Cheney, right? Yeah. And it's just like, and then yeah, it's, and Cheney then everything very quick came. to chop him into the police. Yeah, yeah. And then like I mean, there's kind of four main ones, but there was like, wasn't there the recent one of like last year where they stated that they, yeah, they cracked uh, that cipher and we figured or we figured it out and it's post i think is his yeah. last name yeah it's, it's post but they're they're waiting for for the fbi to run dna Apply. i know and yet that hasn't happened i'm curious then is it like is it is it it's maybe not as foolproof as they thought that they could easily use that evidence that they're stating is it's this person but to match it like i don't know what's taking them so long on that stuff the problem but, i've got with them in particular is they are they are out to make money off mm-hmm. the back of it so yeah. they've already no. got one of their guys in the team has written a book saying that it's it's post that's due out and that's that's a copyrighted book to them um and i think when as soon as you put money into a theory yeah it's gonna fall apart yeah it's compromised yeah a hundred percent the validity of it's compromised for sure yeah, because they're out to make a buck and they're out yep. to, there will be a movie, I guarantee, in the next couple of years that frames post as it and they will be profiting straight on the back of that book. You know what's so boring about that is that then all like the, the, the information that we already know about Zodiac and then you're just attributing somebody now or tying them to it, it's all going to be the same shit. Yeah. We've already, we've already heard it either through your YouTube videos or through, uh, through the movie david fincher's movie and yet now no 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 another book like like the one where it's like my dad is was it he told me yeah. or this person told my friend told me on their deathbed and i published a book and yet there'll be a movie and then the middle chunk of that movie is going to be the like the killings and we've already we've already fucking heard about it already like yeah. what are you what there's no new to the table i feel like at this sense like even though he's still something to cash on <laughs> like besides a i think you should just do a book and not a movie because like or not even or nothing like i don't know but yeah it's all about money for sure it it definitely is and i find that a little bit sad that it that it's reached that because there's not many other serial killers that that generate this level of revenue for studios and authors and bring this sort of attention i mean i'm not being funny I'm after getting attention for it being on my show. I'm not, I'm right. not, gonna, make, I'm not gonna make any money, but I, I want people to listen, and I know they will because it's about Zodiac. Yeah, exactly. It, it's infected our culture on so many different levels. If you look at lots of serial killers who come after Zodiac, he's almost like the poster boy for serial killers. Everyone yeah. wants to be the Zodiac killer, but well, not not everyone, but every killer wants to be that level. Yeah, because like Unabomber afterwards. I mean, yeah. he was after that too. Even though I think they tried to think that that could have been a connection, but um, that doesn't make sense to me. Because I mean, anyways. But like the whole like idea of sending something, right? Yeah. Decipher it. Figure out what I'm this manifesto or this 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 cipher. Like figure out what I'm all about. You know, it's it's definitely it definitely yeah. It was it's the leader. He's definitely the leader. Or yeah, of it, he, of it all. He's definitely the 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 front runner. He, yeah, he's the one who who set the groundwork for everyone else to to follow um without a doubt what we're going to go on to now is um the suspects okay 
So we kind of started touching on it. So you've got Arthur Lee Allen, which is the one that in the David Fincher film, they absolutely assassinate him. If you watch that film and you don't look at anything else. Right. You would come out of that movie being like, yeah, they they solved it already. And yet if you were someone who wanted to do more research, you'd be like, oh, you mean this is still an unsolved case? I just saw the movie. Isn't this not by the main Hollywood? Yeah, and he's actually been completely excluded now. Um, so, so crazy, but it makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was so much circumstantial evidence that tied him to it. So he was at the lake at the same time that the, the couple got attacked. He yeah. come back from the lake covered in blood. He right. was wearing a watch that had the Zodiac symbol. His favorite- which, which to me, is that like a reach? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, because I feel like I've watched things where they're like, and that was when they knew that this is probably our prime suspect. I'm thinking like the watch, because like he's not the only one who would have this Zodiac watch, right? It's a brand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me, it, to me, it seems like a reach. But I mean, I guess in in the slew, like in inside of it all, when you're investigating, you're like, that's like a red, big red flag and like something. But yeah, I, th- I think police. <laughs> When they get into the point where they've gone round in circles so many times, I think they would literally take anything. Yeah, for sure. They saw like the slightest thing that looks zodiac. It's you. Yeah, it's totally you. Yeah. Um, but they found so in recent years they've managed to take DNA off of some of the stamps from the letters, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and they tested DNA against Arthur Lee Allen, and it didn't match. Right. So they disqualified him from being a potential suspect. Um, It then turned out in one of the books that was written, um, apparently the Zodiac got other people to lick his stamps. Yeah. (laughs) Which, uh, how do you even start that conversation? How do you get someone else to lick your stamp? Well, wasn't there like a falsehood of like the uh, uh, a woman who's who published one of the books said that too, and she's like, it was my. I don't know if it's if that one. I'm trying to remember because there's so many, of course. If it's like that was my father and he made me lick the stamps or something like yeah. that, but like and then like okay, then test her DNA against it and see if it's like. And yet again, I think that all that came back as negative. No, no matches, and you're like, oh, I people. Wonder, so many people have got so many theories. I wonder if now the FBI are at a point where they're like. Look, unless you can bring us something that gives us some evidence, we're not even going to test it because you're just wasting our time. They must get thousands of requests. Well, the thing is, too, like if you're trying to like when they were investigating some of these people that you were talking about and they get them to do um, like a handwriting analysis or print analysis of them, like even right then and there, and then they try to match it to the letters. I'm like with all of this, like creativity that is happening in these types of murders especially early on when serial killers weren't as popular or are not even like again this is a trailblazer serial killer like could they not just write differently yeah. <laughs> like i because i can it matter if you're left or right-handed like i could i could write differently if i wanted to and then that make that the letter and then when they come and in, in, like speak to me and make me write right there i'll write normal yeah like i don't i don't I don't know. Yeah, I know there's like I know there's comparisons with like the way you loop and all that stuff, but like really, so th- <laughs> I don't th- know. This is smart fantastic. person. I-, I can't believe you brought that up literally as I was about to say this. So Richard Marshall was a suspect. They excluded him on the fingerprint, but then they said the fingerprint they thought was planted anyway. So they had an expert check his handwriting or or check the handwriting on the zodiac letter and then on his marriage certificate. 
the, expert, this, yeah. the expert said it is a 99% match. I am confident this is the same person. They then spoke to the, uh, the, the city hall where the marriage license was, was issued. Um, and the handwriting was the handwriting of the priest. It's the priest, I know. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's the priest. Let's go. Well, th- this is the thing. So th- this expert, this writing expert went, that is, I'm confident enough to stand in a court and say, that is that man. And then it was the priest. I want to know <laughs> if that handwriting expert went, oh, yeah, well, actually, now I'm looking at it again. Or if he stuck yeah. to it and he still thinks that that priest was guilty. Yeah. It's like, I think it said in one of the, like, if you watch one of the documentaries, like you're always, you get to that point where it's like, it's such a belief. Like you're like, no, it has to be this person that you, then you miss the evidence that shows it that it's not right. Like you get evidence and you see such a comparison with somebody. You're like, it's gotta be it. And then you've missed something that right away would say, no, it's not. And it's like, yeah. And I, Cause I think- you really want to just end it. You want it to end. And that's the thing I find so fascinating about all these true crimes and serial killers. Like you just, they want it to end and they want to be like, we solved it done cold case finished this is the problem with older crimes especially zodiac so you've got uh, a team of like code breakers they had 40 a team of 40 you have other podcasts and various other shows and teams of 10 30 50 people who work solely on solving the zodiac case they've all got their own theories and they've all got their own ideas of who it is and the evidence is never going to change the information we've got won't change, but they will make that evidence fit what they want it to fit. And I found this when I looked at Jack the Ripper. If you read anyone's theory, their theory, if you read it through and you ignore everything else, they're right. They are so spot on. But then when you bring in one piece of evidence, contrary, it all falls apart. And that happens so much in Zodiac. Yeah, I feel like, like you said, he changed his MO after the, sec- the first two, right? You know, maybe there was going to be his MO to get away with with the first two. I don't know what changed, but yeah, changed his MO. And then everything else was like outside city. And then, the, you know, the cab driver was inside city. I think it's like that whole idea. I'm going to see what I can get away with. How, you know, how close can I get and still not be caught. Whereas like that passing by with the police is like, that could have been it. And then they got away with it. And then, yeah. Changing your, your MO completely is something serial killers just simply don't do. Not usually. No, no, they they, they don't. And that's led people to think that maybe not all of these killings were Zodiac. And there is an argument to be copycats, right? Yeah. 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 the, The first two were the Zodiac. And then because of the new, the, the amount that come out in the press with the letter and, and then there was copycats. And then because there was copycats, the Zodiacs going, oh, I'm going to claim credit for that because they're saying they're me. So bollocks, I done that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that person who maybe did the third one is not going to come out and be like, Oh, it was me. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we got you. Thanks. Yeah. Like, cause you could at that point claim anything. Yeah. The, the Zodiac reached a point where he was claiming credit for numerous murders that oh, for blatantly sure. weren't him. There, there was one right. that he claimed credit for where they'd actually caught and identified fingerprinted DNA, the person who done it. And yeah. he was like, no, that was, that was me. And the, the, that was one of the things that uh, Paul Avery called him out on. Um, yeah. he, he basically in the, in the paper front page of the paper said, you, you are full of it. 
I don't believe anything you've got to say. Uh, and that's how he ended up with the death threat. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the elusive Halloween death threat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to let you scoot off. Um, yeah. Thank you so thank much you. for for joining the show. Oh, thank you. I wish I could continue longer. I love talking about it. Um, you will get to continue talking, not about this, but you're going to be on Horror Movie Review. Um, yes. Where we're doing Child's Play 2. I'm excited. That's that, great. That's it's a great gonna sequel. going to be awesome, awesome episode. Um, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to carry on. I'm going to bore people now with the, the ciphers. No, um, no boring. <laughs> I, to listen. I, can, I can't wait to listen and see exactly what your, what your take on, is on it. So Yeah, I say I've, I've got some interesting theories. I, I've actually sat and pulled apart. I printed all the ciphers out numerous times and actually tried to work them out. So Nice. Yeah, I, I've got some theories and we'll, we'll get onto those in a minute. But thank you awesome. so much for, for coming Thank you on. very much. Um, Thanks, enjoy Scott. the rest of your day. Thank you. So Dan has departed. Um, a huge thank you to Dan. Dan, you you are an absolute star and you brought so much more information to me, which helped because, yeah, as I've said, I, I, I don't know a lot about true crime. I only know what I found. And to have someone's opinions who knows the case and knows the suspects and, yeah, you, you were absolutely brilliant. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not going to do the remainder of this show on my own because that would be incredibly boring because I will go off on a tangent about ciphers and I will explain how I've decoded the cipher and how I've worked out what the symbols are and I'll give you all the details and you'll be like, fuck this guy. I I need to switch this off. I can't be doing with this guy. Um, So instead, I'm going to bring you a guest who is not quite as dull as me. In fact, nowhere near as dull as me. Um, welcome back. Hey, guys, it's Heather, and I'm going to throw it out with Wednesday Wine and Horror, because I'm Yay. back, bitches. <laughs> I'm fucking coming back. <laughs> uh, I'm oh. to have you back on. Uh, obviously, you've done Jack the Ripper with me, uh, and now you're back to, yes. to round off the Zodiac Killer. My followers yeah. and listeners don't like me, do they? Um, you know what I think it is? I don't think that they don't like you. And if they don't like you, they need to message me. So <laughs> my biggest thing is I think they want to give you challenging uh, cases, because if you go in with the easy stuff, maybe they're like, oh, we've already heard enough about Bundy or Dom or we, whatever. But guess what? You guys, the Zodiac, y'all need to stop with this because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's just as, it, it might be harder than Jack the Ripper. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, this this case annoyed me more than Jack the Ripper. So the, yes. the time I spent going through this, I, I literally spent days, days and days and days sat with random symbols sat around me on pieces of paper where I try. Uh, yeah, I'll get into that in a minute. But yes, um, before so Dan has gone and before Dan went, there was one more suspect I wanted to touch on, which was Lawrence Kane. Okay. So Lawrence Kane came into the investigation in numerous times. And one of the ways he came in is he was picked out or K-A-N-R was picked out on one of the ciphers as a potential mm-hmm. name. And they put the fact that it wasn't Kane down to the fact that the, the Zodiac can't spell because his spelling <laughs> was atrocious. I mean, still. <laughs> um, but 
there's no evidence tying him more than people just throwing accusations around. And there's so much of that in this. There's so many people mm-hmm. who are like, oh, it was my dad. Oh, it was my nan. It was this guy. It was that guy. And I don't think there's another serial killer case that that's happened on. I don't recall one. I feel like this is more of a case of like, I want to get my 15 minutes of fame or for people that um, do have severe mental illnesses, because uh, if you read the suspect stuff, a lot of them had a lot of issues. Yeah. they. they, they so there you go. Yeah. I so say suspect wise, there were so many. And yep. the, I mentioned earlier, so the, the Zodiac released a, a cipher. Uh, it's now referred to as C-13. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in this cipher he basically went uh, i hope you've sold my other cipher my name <laughs> is and then gave 13 symbols yeah now i like puzzles and this cipher so the the, the first one the, the the 340 one the one that went in the paper um i printed all those out and i sat and worked it out and i'd done that before i looked at what other people had done. And I got the same answers as the couple who done this at home, the, the, yes. the crossword couple. Uh, and I got mm-hmm. I reached the same point as them, near, near as damn it. Um, so I decided to take on C13. And this drove me fucking insane. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> uh, I it, mean, I'm sorry. It just is, guys. I'm not trying to be whatever. Why are you going through this much fucking trouble to kill somebody? <laughs> um, I managed to come up with an answer to this. And it's an answer that I've not seen anywhere. I used, uh, I'm not going to bore you with all the details. If you want to know all the details, just send me a DM and I'll explain the process of how I got to this. Um, yes. But using a replacement cipher um, and a substitutional spot, uh, cipher, I managed to get out of this, uh, and not a name. Um, so I got out of this a taunt and a taunt with a spelling mistake, which I think is perfect for the Zodiac killer because he can't spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so the 13 letters I believe equate to I am anonymous with an extra S. That would make sense because I think he would just want to throw everybody off. Yeah. Maybe he mis- misspelled on purpose. I don't know. Again, you guys, so you know, Scott is more of a genius when it comes to this. First of all, he likes puzzles. Um, I do not. <laughs> I don't like the regular puzzles that you put together, you know, where you have the box and you're missing one and you can't complete the trick. I ain't got time for that. No, <laughs> um, not for me. Because I wasn't happy with I am anonymous, that pissed uh-huh. me off even more. Because um, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting letters. And then when I got I am anonymous mm-hmm. with an extra S, I was like, fuck you, man. That's not fair. Um, nope. So I then looked at a couple of other things that he'd done. So he produced, he sent in a, 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 a cipher, or it was a punch hole card. So it's a punch card um, mm-hmm. that had 13 holes in it. So I printed this out. I painstakingly cut out all of the holes. And then I dragged this over the other ciphers. Um, and from that, I pulled out lots of other letters and I created a new cipher doing this okay. in of the ciphers that he got. Um, by decoding this cipher and then changing it into a number cipher, it's, it's really dull. DM me and I'll explain it. Uh, I got a name that's not been produced anywhere else I've seen. Um, so the name I got was Jason Williams. Um, i done a little bit of digging. So there was a Jason Williams who was stationed at a base, uh, airbase in 
in sort of just outside San Francisco around this time. Um, I could be completely wrong. And if you are that Jason Williams and you're not the Zodiac killer, I apologize profusely. Um, but that's what I got from it. It could all be bullshit. It could just be me clutching at straws like everybody else. But I've had a go at it. So I got I am anonymous for C13. And then for the cipher I created, I got Jason Williams. So if I have cracked it and the Zodiac, if you're still alive, you run podcast.com. Click on send us a message and record me a voicemail. I'm, I'm going to kill you myself. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that it's Jason Williams with two S's at the end, okay? <laughs> so we can throw Scott off. <laughs> I don't even know. I think that that's actually brilliant. You're able to get in there and do all that. But for me, I was like, I, I ain't doing this, but I, it ain't for me. I'm just going to look up my information. This stuff was so insane. It was like caveman-like. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is he trying to tell us? Just tell us. Just tell me. Also, why are you fucking with everybody? But again, that's probably why he's so famous, because nobody could ever catch him. No. And I've got to ask, have you got a theory on who this is? Okay, so my theory is not really based off of any research per se, because when I did try to research it, again, we discussed that there are several suspects. I want to say somewhere between six and eight-ish, you know. So for me, and I want to throw this in here real quick. I know for sure, I feel like in my heart, it is not a woman. It's not a woman. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. It's not a woman because... Where it were a woman, she she had a motive to kill. So we're not going to get into like female serial killers. But if you think about them, they typically have it's passionate. There's a rage behind why they kill. There's a reason. And it's usually because a man did them wrong. Most of the time, that's wrong. So for me, I feel like this motherfucker is still alive. I don't think he's dead because I think all these suspects, if you read about them, they all had severe mental illness. One of them had schizophrenia. Yeah. Okay. And they, a lot of them are, have passed on. So obviously we'll never really know, but my theory would just be that he is possibly still, he's alive. And why did he not, is there any more crimes that he could have committed? You know what? The weird thing. And who's to say that he did that and then he never killed again. That would seem a little blasé to say that. But at the same time, we don't know. Yeah. And so I'm not going to go with the specific. I'm not going to go with one of the suspects, you guys, seriously, because I feel like none of them. All it was is circumstantial. That's yeah. it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So who, who are you pinning it on? Who are who? Who, who is the Zodiac? It's me. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna mess up. The, I'm gonna mess up the true crime episode. <laughs> uh, Scott, you know I haven't had wine in a long time, and you know I got the the juice in, and I'm just like, who? Could be? I don't. It's really hard for me to particularly say who I think it could be because I'm sitting here ruling out all the suspects, but I really think it was someone younger. I don't really think most of these suspects. I think they were probably late 30s some of them older 40s yeah. Yeah. I think it was a I think it was a younger guy and I don't want to get into other things but you know like son of Sam and shit like that right that yeah. was a younger ish guy I just feel like it was a younger guy and 
I think he was a, above average intelligence. I know you said he can't spell. Well, that's okay. Cause sometimes we can't spell shit. Yeah. Um, but I just don't feel like it. It's so hard for me to say, I feel like I'm doing run on sentences and my, but I just don't feel like it was a 45 year old man. No, no. I, it was a young guy. I'm telling you, it was a somebody young, almost sort of like the Unabomber shit where, you know, he came from this family and he was super intelligent and did all this fucking crazy shit. Right. That's what I feel like. Somehow there's like some connection, not with those two, but in the sense that the guy's younger yeah, and, and I, I smart. Can, I can buy that. I, I don't know whether he's smart or whether he he had military training. So military training would explain the ciphers. Okay, that that is true. See, I don't know yeah. anything about that, but yeah, I I, I, don't, I don't know. He was definitely he's without a shadow of a doubt. He's definitely an intelligent person. Whether he's yes. academically trained, academically clever or not, yes, to create the ciphers and to commit these crimes, leaving literally zero evidence that's usable. Exactly, taunt the police for the best part of a decade afterwards and still caught that's that's phenomenal you 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 can't do that you can't taunt the police yeah tell them you've done stuff and still get away with it it's more like taking advantage of the time the decades that it was in so we're talking about like the late the 60s into the early 70s so again technological things we they had only gone gone so far much further than jack the ripper but still again you need to get a fucking fingerprint for sure or you need to actually catch this person murdering this other person to know and actually have a legitimate eyewitness because i feel like all these accusations of like oh well i heard his voice bitch i can talk in a man's voice too I can do all kinds of voices. You need to do a man's voice now. And now you've said it, you need to do it. Let me think of something. uh, (laughs) I got to think of something funny to say. Like, what is it? I used to like joke around with my sister. I think I prank called her one time. Now we're much older when I prank called her, but we're childish. And I was like, uh, hey, baby, what do you want to do tonight? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, who the fuck is this? And I was like. I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to rip your panties off. And then she was just like, oh, my God. And then I was like, bitch, it's me, stupid. Why are you so stupid? You didn't know your own sister's man voice? And I was like, you have you have a mangina. <laughs> your man voice is disturbingly good. I know. I know. Because I, I got bigger balls than some of these other people in this world. So that's why. Thank that you. is fact. <laughs> Hashtag fact. Hashtag facts. (laughs) Heather, I've got big balls, y'all. Actually, I don't. I'm not really sure that my husband will be okay with that. I mean, I don't know. You never know. This is 2022. (laughs) But no, guys, seriously, though, you can't go by accusations and, and assumptions and stuff like that. And I think that's what makes this case so hard, because all it is is a fun thing for everybody to figure out. You have your theories. I have mine. And if you go ask 10 other people they're probably all going to be different. Yeah. And if I'm honest, this case will never be solved ever because Mm-mm. all people will try and do is they're going to go, I think it's that guy. Yeah. And then they're going to try and manipulate those facts to fit their suspect. Exactly. Because and, that's what we want is closure. Yeah. And the only way we're going to get closure is if the Zodiac is still alive and he hands himself in. 
Yeah. If not, we're not going to. And one of the things I, I do on this show is it's, it's the You Run podcast because you run the show and you get your say. So I asked you all what you thought the motive was. Um, mm-hmm. We got some, some, some responses to that. So Mark from uh, MW Horror Reviews, uh, he thought his motive was he liked fucking with police and making them squirm and then getting away with it. He got off on that. Didn't he have a police theory last time on Jack the Ripper? Yeah, he's he's got issues with the police, I think. He's like, fuck the police, fuck the police, fuck them. <laughs> That's like, he's throwing up gang signs and shit. Yeah. All right, all right, Mark, we got you, Mr. Male Model. We got you. Uh, we got you. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Male Model. <laughs> <laughs> Sans hair. <laughs> yeah. there, is, there is a photo of, of Mark looking... Um, yeah, very Fabio with some long it's, hair. It's it's like the cover of Vogue, but like for the UK, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, very much so. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's very very model like. He was a handsome. We're guy. talking him up. We're talking yeah. him up. We're gonna be. He's not even gonna be able to. His head's not even gonna be able to fit on the screen when you record with him. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got uh, Imitation Dave. Okay. Uh, Mercury is in retrograde. Um, I'm not going to lie. I have no idea what I'm talking about and no idea what that means. Sorry. Dave, I'm just, if he could see my face right now, I'm just shaking my head. Dave, come on, get your shit together. <laughs> come on. Um, the other question I asked was, um, why, why taunt? Why taunt the police? You, you've got away with the murder. Why now? Why now poke fun at them? Yeah. Why make it harder? Um, yeah. We've got Zebel Brocks who... His response, it's not a funny subject, but this made me laugh a lot. He put Bance in it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got a serious one through from uh, Ghost Note. Uh, It it was a form of control and his way of um, getting Mm -hmm. himself in the public limelight. That's fact, because I went and done a a little Mm -hmm. bit of digging on this. So the the letters stopped and then the letters started again about a year, two years later, um, mm-hmm. and they started around the time that Charles Manson was dominating the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's I, an interesting story. I've got a feeling that the Zodiac Killer was sat there quite happy. He's, he stopped sending letters. <clears throat> He's seeing uh-huh. another killer taking the limelight and stealing it away from him, and he's gone, you know what, fuck you, I'm going to write another letter. That's true. And it is about control. But also, it kind of makes you wonder, did he want to get caught? Because there are other serial killers like BTK, which we don't want to go into that in case somebody picks that for us. I don't know if that would ever be in a runner, you know, like runner up or anything. But BTK was a serial killer who also taunted. And then it would basically be like, hey, it's fucking me. I want you to catch me. But it's because he wanted to be on the news. Yeah. He wanted to be caught. So he could be basically, I don't know if you say infamous or famous, but like it's crazy because you don't really know what's going on in their mind. Yeah, it's, it's. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I want this podcast and I want my horror podcast to be huge. And I effectively want to be not famous, but I want the shows to be relatively famous on the back of that. Yeah, I'm not going to go and start massacring people to get that to happen. No, I got other reasons to massacre people, but it ain't for that. <laughs> um, and look, just do it if you're going to do it. Jesus, quit playing with us. 
the other thing I asked is um, the thing that I was asked to get on this episode. So I asked, I put a question out saying, what do mm-hmm. you want me to achieve from this episode? So the things that I was asked for, there was three things. I was asked to get the identity of the Zodiac killer. Okay. We've given you various different suspects and I've given you a brand new name of Jason Williams. Um, mm-hmm. so whether I've identified him or not, I doubt it, but I might have done. Um, but I don't think we'll ever know his true identity unless he puts his hands up and says it was me. Um, the other thing I was asked for was motive. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why did he kill out of nowhere mm. for no reason? That's tough. I, for me, I think that the motive with all serial killers, except for female ones, because it's not because I'm a woman. Sometimes I'm a man, as you guys heard. Yeah. But I mean, no, seriously, like a women's a woman's perspective and motive and reasoning is almost always different than why, why did he do this? Like, why would he just randomly kill people and then taunt the cops the entire time? And for all we know, you know, he's never, well, he's never been caught. We don't know what the motive is. Is it just some sick, twisted mind game? Is it control? Is it, was he pure evil? Or, or did he have a vendetta against law enforcement? There's so many possible motives. I mean, again, it could be. Again, like his identity, we're never going to know that. Um, and the final question was, is he still alive? I, I think so. If I go based off of my theory, like of him being much younger, unless he died of health, a uh, health reason, which most of the other suspects did, um, I would pin him to be more like 65 ish, 65, 70, not in his 80s or 90s, because I'm thinking he was 20 something. Yeah. Instead which, of 40, which would put him where that would put him 70. 70 something like that yeah i say 65 i mean for fuck for all we know he was younger than that we that's the thing no we don't know no no and i don't think i don't think an older man would fit the descriptions as well i know a lot Mm -mm. of the descriptions said he's 25 to 35 but yeah these descriptions i mean someone saw him at a distance someone saw him with a torch in their face no one has had a yeah. long a prolonged period of time looking at this man's face no and the sketch was i'm sorry okay i'm gonna say this but the sketch was stupid like that could have been dwight Schrute from the office like <laughs> get the fuck out of here we do not know like i'm not 800 call look look at me if i have a shave now and my face was slightly thinner i fit and you that. and you had ped- pedophilic glasses yeah yeah. I mean, there you go. Because he am, had those uh, 70s kind of glasses on. Yeah, the, um, the the ones that have got like the little horny bits that come up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I have like cat eye glasses on today, but I, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not me. It wasn't me. I'm not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't think we can answer any of your questions. Um, there are no. some people who've tried to crack this and will continue to try and crack this. Yes. Someone this year who's come up with a new a new suspect and that's now being investigated by the FBI. We had someone last year who cracked one of the codes, which is now being in the process of being verified by the FBI. This is still Mm -hmm. a very, very active case. And there are still teams of people within law Mm -hmm. enforcement trying to solve this. It's not a case of this is a cold case that has been dropped. This is still 
open, actively being pursued to try and catch or identify the Zodiac. That's a frozen case. Shit, that shit's colder than cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, God, it makes you wonder, like, you know, after a case has been closed for so many years and then you get a new team that decides to go ahead and open it back up because they're maybe they hired a new detective or something like that. And then it's like, all right, we're going to try to open this case. But it's like, I don't want that job. I don't no. want it. No. I don't want to think that hard. I mean, th- this case honestly blew my mind to pieces. Yeah. When I decided, I sat there and I I kind of got all the information about the murders and I'd looked at all the potential other things that he'd, other people that he'd killed. And I went, yeah. And then I started looking at the ciphers and then I'm going, I'm going to start looking at these. And then when I started printing them out and I found myself at like midnight sat on my like conservatory floor with all these bits of, <laughs> I sat there and I could completely understand how this has absorbed people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's time consuming because you have to think. It's not like, okay, we have DNA or we have this, and it's all about matching someone in the database to yeah. possibly be a, a, the, the killer. Yeah. This was like, uh, I read what one woman said that she picked out one of the suspects in a lineup, but it was more of a, I think that's him. Yeah. He looks like him, but I'm sorry, y'all. People in the 60s and 70s, they weren't that cute. No. They weren't that cute. Come oh. on, let's be let's be honest. We're all gonna we're honest on the Euron podcast. We don't lie because they all the men kind of look the same. Yeah. They kind of how you gonna know? Yeah, and, and I'm not being funny, is is the end of the 60s, they're all high as a kite. Everybody's high, higher than Willie <laughs> Nelson, <laughs> right? I, like I, my I fucking light bill. I, I don't know about it higher than Willie Nelson. That that's going some. <laughs> they, they, hey, well, you know what? They had to be because nobody can crack this. And I know one of the ciphers, you were talking about the ciphers. One took what, like 51 years? Yeah. Just for them to crack like is this Jumanji? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? I'm I'm just like, if you think about it, you spent 51 years. People spent that long. It's a just to crack something. And yeah. guess what? They still don't fucking know who it is. Yeah. If you spent 51 years to crack that and then you cracked it and you didn't have a name, I'd be devastated. Fuck it. I'd be blaming on Jason Williams. (laughs) You're going down. (laughs) You're going Um, down. That's pretty much the Zodiac. Uh, Again, this case will remain open for the You Run podcast. If something new comes up, we will go back and we will touch on this again. Um, uh, And I'm saying we will um, because... Next week, we will be joined by a, a very special co-host, and that will be Heather. Um, the week after that, we will be joined by a very special co-host, and that will be Heather. It's um, me, y'all. I want to welcome my full-time co-host, True Crime, Heather. I'm doing the, I'm, I'm bouncing it up, y'all. Y'all can't see me, <laughs> but I'm bouncing it up like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, it, because I knew I was a winner all along. I knew it. And in honour of Heather becoming <laughs> co-host, um, next week we are, or not next week, sorry, next month. I can't do this yeah. week. It, it would kill me. Uh, <laughs> it'd, kill, it'd kill me too, because then I feel like I'm back in school. I'm like, where, where are we learning? <laughs> um, next month, we are doing Killer Women. Yes. You guys, I, I swear to you. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to lose my shit if y'all make a, y'all have to pick a good one. 
I don't know who's going to be in the who's going to be in the runners up yet, well, but we we got to have some good ones. You can you you and me talk about that. You can give me mm-hmm. a list of ones you want in there. Um, I, I but, know one already. Yeah, <laughs> don't give it away. Don't give it away. I'm not. I yeah. keep it secret. I'm good at secrets. Um, sometimes. So the poll will go up for mm-hmm. Killer Women, and that will go okay. up when this episode goes out. Yes. Sir. Um, get involved in the show. This show is like the horror movie show I, I do with Mark. This show is exactly the same. This is for you to run. It's for you to <clears throat> send me questions. Yes. Ask me things to find out about the cases. Make it a little bit harder for me. Um, call into the show. Give your opinion. Mm-hmm. If you think what I've just said for the last hour and a bit on the Zodiac is all bullshit, yeah. go to com. click on send us a message, Record me a voicemail. Tell me that. Um, if you are Jason Williams and you are now pissed off because your whole family is accusing you of being the Zodiac, oh, well. call in. Um, as I said earlier, if you are the Zodiac and I've just identified you, call in because that would be huge. That would make this show the biggest show in the world. I'd lose my shit. I'd yeah. lose my shit. I'd act so crazy on this show. We'd have to do we'd have to actually do like a video like we'd have to put it out. There yeah. because I would do all my dancing and I'm really good at dancing. I think that you guys know that by now. Yeah, I mean, so good. If Zodiac called in, Heather would do her dance, and we would replace we would replace Joe Rogan as the biggest podcast in the world. Right? You know what? I don't want to get into that because I know this is not what the <laughs> you run pie. But I don't really like him that much. I don't really think he's that funny or I, like I don't I'm, know. I'm going to say something really controversial now. That if people say like Joe Rogan, I'm sorry. Um, Joe Rogan is a bellend. I don't really know what that word means, but he's uh, a doo doo head. Yeah. I, okay. So a, a bellend, that's a, a more British term. So a bellend is um, a helmet on the end of a penis. That's what he is. Oh, yeah. No, we don't yeah. want that. <laughs> we ain't trying to have that. Nuh-uh. No. Um, please get involved in the show. Thank you so yes. much for listening. Um, Heather, as you're now full-time co-host, just like Mark, you, you get shit to do. So you, you can say goodbye for us. Oh, you want me to say goodbye? Yeah. Okay. So how do I say goodbye? All right, you guys, listen, every month we're going to be doing a new case and I want you guys to listen. And if you do not listen to the, you run podcast, then you will die by me. (laughs) And until next time, we'll see you bitches later. Goodbye. Thank you for listening and participating in the investigation of this episode of True Crime. Be sure to leave us a review wherever you can. That's Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And for more information on how to get involved in the show, contact us through our social media at You Run Podcast everywhere, or go to our website, You Run Podcast. Don't call me.